from the Utah School Counselors Association, this is The Sounding Board, where school counselors share ideas. I'm Nate Webb, school counselor, USCA board member, and every week I'll be speaking with different counselors and professionals that will be giving us valuable information in our counseling world. We cannot wait for you to hear these ideas. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the sounding board from the Utah School Counselors Association. And it's time for our favorite segment of the month each month, every month, starting little, ending big with our favorite elementary school counselors. We got here with us Gina James and Elise Hansen. How you ladies doing today? Great. How are you? I'm doing I'm doing fantastic. Uh, Yesterday was a Super Bowl and holy moly, what a good game. That was a good time. Um naturally go taylor's boyfriend yeah i don't know who that guy is but you know they did pretty good i'm um, just kidding just kidding it was a fantastic <laughs> game um good for chief fans sad for 49ers fans but a good game overall so today um we're talking about kindness week this is a phenomenon that you do not see in the high schools unless your hope squad is really on top of things um but something that is really popular in elementary schools I see it all the time in elementary schools and a lot of high school counselors are like, what is this kindness week that's going on here? Um, and so what is kindness week first off? Cause that's this week for a lot of schools right now in Utah. What is kindness week? You want me to go first, Elise? You bet. Okay. So this is just where you put some concentrated learning on kindness and why it's so important to be kind and how it pays off for you in your life. We actually, um, this is when we do our full, spirit week we don't do it during red ribbon we just during red ribbon we keep it pretty straightforward on teaching about drugs and we don't mix the fun stuff with drugs because research actually shows down the road that they associate fun with drugs so we put the fun in the kindness week because we do want them to associate um, fun with kindness so we do the dress-up days and we do you know lots of fun activities and make this really kind of a a big deal to help the kids focus on why kindness is so important Mm. okay so during kindness week do you guys like break down like what lessons get taught or what concepts you go over um like games or whatever you involve with the student body like what goes on during a kindness week oh there are tons of things that you can do um we like to have a dress up day Today for um, our school, it's team up for kindness is the theme. And so it's wear a team shirt or you can wear your school shirt because we're all teaming up for kindness. Um, You can have we love kindness, wear red or pink, workout problems with kindness, wear workout clothes, kind from head to toe, wear a hat and crazy socks, um, peace, love, kindness, wear tie dyed shirts. Um, shine bright with kindness where you can wear bright colors, sparkles, or sunglasses, cozy up with kindness. You can wear PJs, share the spirit of kindness is where your school, wear school colors and double the kindness. Maybe you twin with a friend or a group and dress up and you could even dress up like your favorite staff member at the school. Just depends on how into it you want to get. We like to keep it fairly simple at our school. Yeah. And you, you said you guys do your like straight up. That is your spirit week. Kindness week is spirit week at your guys' schools. Yeah. We don't do dress ups for red ribbon. Yeah. 
And then every um, classroom gets a kindness lesson on, again, I try to focus on the future. Why is learning to be a very kind person? How will it pay off for you? Because I feel like that's where you get buy-in is when they see, we're not just talking about um, kindness. This is, this will pay off for you in your life. This will make your life better. And this will give you huge advantages in your life. How long has kindness week been a thing? Like, has it been a, I, I don't remember doing this when I was in elementary school, like 20 years ago, um, more than that, a long time ago. Um, but how you guys have been practicing school counselors for what, 20, more than 20 years, right? I don't know. I'm guessing. Um, I know Elise is close to that. I know Gina's probably close to that too. I'm guessing right now. Um, so with you guys, how many, how many, I guess, do you remember when Kindness Week started or has it always been a thing in your career? For us, it's just been the last few years. Oh, really? It's, it's semi-new. Mm-hmm. I was going to say maybe we picked it up five years ago, maybe. Oh, shoot. Dang. Okay. So, okay. The, I, I'm not as behind in the times as I thought. I'm like, has this been going on forever? And I'm just completely unaware of what has been going on. That's interesting. I am curious to, I'll have to look more up about it, like how it started and like, you know, got implemented here in Utah and whatnot, because I love the concept of it. And especially love that it's focused on younger kids. So that, like you said, as they get older, it's reinforced that, you know, kindness wins, kindness is king, kindness is cool, all that stuff. Yeah. And we take advantage this week <clears throat> also teaching them friendship skills. That's, you know? yeah. <clears throat> I know several adults, several adults that are like my close friends that they're like, yo, like I suck at making friends. I struggle really hard to like, like I can, I can make small talk and I can, you know, just talk with someone back and forth. But creating like a deep friendship with somebody, especially if you feel like, you know, you don't have many friends or you're in a new area and you want to make friends. A lot of adults even struggle with that. Yeah, more so since COVID, I think. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that would make sense. That would definitely make sense. I mean, a, a lot of people would probably be scared of talking to new people after COVID. But also, like, you kind of lost all of your... Not, I wouldn't say you lost all your skills interacting with people, but maybe a little bit. Um, but you just you just had to practice, like talking to people and going out in general. A lot of people, their default now is to just chill at home all the time because that's what they did for almost two years straight because of COVID. Well, and they became comfortable with that even. Oh. Yeah. We want to get them back out of that mode. And I and I think as a society, we're forgetting about good manners, being polite, having courtesy. And so this year, our theme, our main theme, we have a different theme each day, but but as my counselor lessons, we're focusing on courtesy. And then we have a sixth grade friendship team in each school. And they're putting on a, a fun skit about courtesy. Um, uh, I think it's Deanne Graff. If I'm remembering her name correctly, she wrote a bunch of fun plays, Marvin and Jesse plays, and you can actually get them on Teachers Pay Teachers, but um, they're ones that I've had for years from her, 
and we're doing um, Marvin and Jesse learn about courtesy. And then our counselor lesson is about courtesy. There's a lot of soft skills. Yeah. You can go lots of different directions. And, and then each day we have a different challenge. So today's challenge is smile at 25 people today. <laughs> Whoa. That's a good one. <laughs> especially for kids that like 25 is like, I think I can count that high. Yeah. <laughs> or you could do 10, you know, um, you can decide what you want, what you want your challenge to be. And we have fun little, little flyers that we put around the school and, and then we send them. And this morning I sent out an alert, a text alert to, to parents reminding them that it's kindness week and what our theme is and what, what the dress up is um, tomorrow for our challenge. It's write a thoughtful message to someone today, Wednesday. It's sincerely compliment five people Thursday. It'll be list 10 things you are grateful for. And what I love is when teachers take it on and it'll be fun to see what happens this week. But last week at one of our, or last year, excuse me, at one of our elementaries, the classes really took it on and they did some kind of kindness for another class. I think it was our fifth grade last year. And so they picked different grades each day and they would do fun kindness activities. And we had hearts all over the lockers and they were uh -huh. doing fun little kindness scavenger hunts and they went and read with the younger grades it was just so fun to see everyone get in there and do these fun things and then they wanted to continue it some of those things so they continued once a week to go read with the younger grades and and really interact with one another as a school and and while it's while it's really fun in the moment um especially since it's semi newer but like it's been a, it's been going for a few years um has there been a noticeable difference for you guys um since the implementation of kindness weeks in children as they go throughout elementary school like as you know it's the difference of those kids who you know didn't have kindness week or that emphasis per se um versus those kids who are able to have that emphasis um, I know you guys don't focus on kindness just that week. I know you guys, especially you guys, have made it a focus of your career to help kids develop soft skills while they're in elementary school. But I am curious if you guys have noticed a difference in those kids that have had, you know, kindness week and those emphases, you know, from kindergarten all the way through however old you guys have them throughout the years, the difference it might have made, you know, for those kids that have had that. Yeah, I mean, we hope that's what we're doing, right? <laughs> Mm -hmm. I mean, but as we, as they grow up, I mean, I don't get to see them as much and know how they're doing, but I think a critical part of that is making that a norm in your school, mm. saying to your yeah. kids, well, we don't do that in our school. In our school, we're good to each other. We take good care of each other. We're kind. So I think more and more, we really need to focus on building solid, healthy norms that just become part of what your school is. We don't just talk about it. We actually make it what we do. I like and that. And of course that starts with the adults and trickles down. You know? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I like that a lot. Well, that, that ties back to uh, the classroom management and connecting and being kind and, and learning ways to manage your classroom. So it's not giving the stink eye. <laughs> Yeah. But it's yeah. instead it's it's that kindness and modeling that 
that kindness and respect for one another. Mm-hmm. Just that politeness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, and it, and it can also inspire the rising generation to want to become part of, you know, the solution with, with education. Cause right now we're having teacher shortages. We're having counselor shortages. We're having shortages of per people in the profession of education. And if a kid's interaction with a teacher or counselor is just, that's the grumpy old fart that comes in for lessons or whatever, you know, the grumpy person at school, if that's interaction with people with an education, they're not going to want to be, they're not going to be inspired to want to become a teacher, to want to become a counselor. But if your interactions with them is the one bright spot in their day, that could definitely encourage and inspire them to want the, to to want to become that someday, to become a teacher, to become a counselor, to become a principal, to join you know the education world, because we all know there's so many things in education that need fixing, and it's not gonna nothing's gonna get fixed if the the intuitive you know, minds of the rising generation, the people who have the ability to problem solve that are going to, you know, think of new things and new ways to do things, don't join the force. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, our interactions are definitely going to be able to shape the future of education with the people that become inspired to join the field of education. Just some thoughts I had there. Well, I think as, as educators, really as adults across the board, our job is to let kids see what a strong, healthy, even happy adult looks like. Like we can't expect them to grow up to be amazing people if we're not modeling that for them. Mm-hmm. And you know, you realize some of these kids as they walk into the school, this is the place where they really have the opportunity to see this. We don't want to blow that. We yeah. want to see they we want them to see healthy, strong adults and what that looks like. And that you know, they're there for them and to love and support them and to help them, you know, grow into their full potential. That's what we want them to see. We don't want them to see adults that are all over the place and up and down and around and one day happy and the next day not. And right. like we want them to see just solid, good, healthy adults and what that looks like, what that feels like. And so they have a desire to become that as they grow up. Yeah, that is... That, that that that's a really big deal to me um because i i can think of several adults in my life that you just thought man they're solid like mm-hmm. they, i could look to them they're constant they're consistent and i could also think of several adults in my life that i was like holy moly i in a good whoa, mood <laughs> uh, walking on thin ice let's see if they're in a good mood today let's see if they're in a bad mood today i don't know what i'm going to get um and i did not aspire to want to become those people growing up and i think what kind of got me on this tangent is in my head every day every week right should be a form of kindness week every week we should be reaffirming to be a good person to be an empathetic person to be a kind person one of the worries i have when when we have like advocacy weeks like this because i i love kindness week i think it's a fantastic idea um and i the 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 one little thing in the back of my head that i get scared of is are people going to fall into just the rut of only practicing kindness when it's kindness week, only focusing on kindness when it's kindness week, kind of like how you only hear about suicide advocacy sometimes when it's suicide awareness month. And you only hear about bullying awareness when it's bullying awareness month. 
Um, are we only going to hear about kindness when it's kindness week? Um, but you guys certainly don't. I know that because of the way that you, with the, the multiple episodes throughout the years that we've talked about. Um, so how do you keep kindness in the schools, even when it's not kindness week, even when you don't per se have a, a an excuse that the whole school's participating in to talk about it? Well, you have the, to the bot- talk about it. You do, because you'll have zero effect if you hit it once. It's got to be visited over and over. The expectation has to be held. Go ahead, Elise. And I say the bottom line is you've you've got to have that as an expectation and you've got to model it yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I like it. I like it. <clears throat> Go for it. Uh, another it. thing, Nate, is when we have these weeks, when we have kindness week, it's something for the students to look forward to. And so when we have things for the students to look forward to, it also helps with attendance. Yes, it does. That is true. That is a big thing. And it as a student, even as a college student, as a, I can think of there's even as an adult, when you have big events that are positive, things that you look forward to, you, it helps you kind of get through the tougher days too. Like I remember, um, like in elementary school, I would count down the days. Okay, only so many days until this break. Only so many days until this fun week. Um, and it's even bonus points when the thing they want to do is at school, isn't just a vacation. Mm Because like you said, attendance, they actually come. And then they can actually participate in the lessons and maybe keep coming to school, improve their attendance because, oh, look, I had a great experience while I was here at school because of this event. And maybe, just maybe, school's not going to suck all the time. Maybe, just maybe, it'll be kind of good all the time if we, as educators, kind of set that tone. Yeah, we want it to definitely be a preferred environment for them. And Elisa's right. We've got to have fun stuff. We've got to have things they look forward to. We've got to make it so they don't want to miss. I don't want to miss this. I got to be there. So. Yeah. And for the most part, I would say we're doing a pretty okay, a pretty good job. Um, I have a I have a five-year-old, so he's in all-day kindergarten. And uh, he was sick last week, and he had to leave early. And he's like, oh, but after you go home and clean me up, am I going to come back to school? I'm like, I know, buddy, you're you're sick. We got to stay home. And he was heartbroken. He just started tearing up right there and then. But I want to come back. I like school. And I was like, <laughs> I'm so happy that you love school, my boy. Don't yeah. ever change that. But we also don't want to get every single person here sick. So we have to go home. <laughs> but it was heartwarming to see that he wanted to be at school. It was a place where he wanted to be. And he loved being there. I'm like, I hope, I hope that every single student can feel that way sometime so that it stays with them. Yes. Yeah. Well, guys, this has been this, this has been a heartwarming conversation, to say the least. I love talking about kindness and I love talking about opportunities to perpetuate kindness throughout our schools. Um, so thank you guys for this wonderful conversation. And thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of The Sounding Board and this month's episode of Starting Little, Ending Bid, Ending Big with our elementary school counselors. Um, hope you all have a wonderful day and we'll see you guys on the next one.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Sounding Board. Email the sounding board at utschoolcounselor.org to send us your questions and ideas. If you like our podcast, please rate and review our show. It helps other school counselors to find us. Links and additional information for any references from today's episode are in our show notes. Check out our website at utschoolcounselor.org where you can listen to past podcast episodes, register for any of our professional development opportunities, and become a member of the Utah School Counselors Association. USCA members also receive a bi-monthly newsletter to stay up to date on current Utah School Counseling news, events, and issues. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Utah School Counselor and on Twitter at USCA Tweets. The mission of the Utah School Counselors Association is to support professional school counselors in their work for students through advocacy, professional development, recognition, and support. This podcast would not be possible without the support of our members. We'll have more ideas to share with you next week. Let's go.